greetings in jesus precious name welcome my dear friends from wherever you are watching or tuned in this is the revived nations stream we are the nevertheless generation we are the generation that's going to seek god irrespective of what we are facing irrespective of what we are going through we are the generation that is intentional in our pursuit of our master the lover of our soul and i truly believe that your presence here on this stream is because there is the spirit of god that is tugging your heart to want a little more of him to want a little uh, a deeper a more greater and a more intimate experience of who our jesus is we are not here to just get information we are not here to just get another sermon we are here for jesus and i truly believe that each and every person that is tuned in to these streams on sundays and on wednesdays are those who see themselves as jesus lovers or even if you don't see it like that about yourself i'm sure that is how god sees you and that is why you're being drawn to this stream day after day week after week you're coming back here because God sees you as a Jesus lover. God sees that is your destiny. And I'm sure that you've already been blessed and and transformed as this series has been coming to us and that has been so um gracious in bringing the heart of God to us and he also mentioned this in all of his humility that even his own testimony of how this 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 series is blessing him is is such a a testament to the fact that this series is a timely word from the lord and i have to agree to that i have to say how much my life has been transformed my prayer life specifically my pursuit of god's presence my pursuit of god's heart there are so many things that i used to take for granted and in this season i'm just learning to run after the lord uh, more intentionally to go after his heart to constrain him you know to uh, to to put that uh, pressure and say no i'm not going to give up till you show up till you give me a new understanding till you give me a new perspective i am not going anywhere i'm going to stay right here i'm going to be persistent you know my dear friends every week when the word comes to us it carries the power to break bondages some of these bondages are generational in nature some of these bondages have been there because of sins that we have committed before even we got saved some of these bondages are because of things that we have indulged in after we've gotten saved and and in this series as we are exposing ourselves to the word of god as the lord has been dealing with us as we've been continuing to love the lord to draw us closer to his heart the closer we get to the fire the greater is the consecration and the sanctification that is happening in our hearts our lives our words our actions you should understand that we cannot get closer to the fire without the fire transforming us and that's that's what's going on without your knowledge sometimes you are actually being changed from the inside and even on the outside and i i want you to take the sunday sermons extremely serious they are prophetic words every word that is coming it is prophetic words so do everything possible to even go back and just meditate on on these scriptures 10 minutes at a time if you can and just just keep going back and just listening to what the lord is speaking to us throughout the week and that is going to make sure that you are going to be rooted in this season that you are not going to be a tree that is uh, just going uh, from one direction to the another as the wind passes by and as the circumstances and the environment changes but you will be a child of god who is going to be rooted who is going to be firmly planted 
in the house of God and in the presence of God. And uh, this morning, if you're here and you're excited to continue this study of the end times, let me know in the comments. We'd love to know what God is speaking to you. We'd love to know what God is doing in your heart, in your understanding. The more we understand, I, I don't know if you remember this, dad mentioned this. He said, hey, you're, you don't, you don't uh, experience dominion just as part of an inheritance. Just because we have a spiritual father, just because we have a spiritual covering doesn't mean that we can have the same dominion that the spiritual father or the covering has. He mentioned this, he said, dominion comes because of understanding. When we understand, when we grow in the revelation, in the authority of who we are, that is when we can exercise that dominion. And tonight we are here because we want more understanding. We don't want to be ignorant of the times and the seasons. We don't want to be ignorant of the schemes of the evil one. We want to be ahead of the game. And that's what we've been doing in the last few weeks. Just going into the word and digging out scriptures that talk about the end times. That talk about how the nations of the world are going to act up that talk about how the times and the seasons are going to progress. We also spoke about how the nation of Israel will have such a key spot. They will be the decision makers in almost everything that is going to happen in the last days. Uh, so on that note, I'd like to take tonight's time to uh, answer a few questions that's come to us over the last few weeks. And God willing, if you have any other questions, you can definitely leave it in the comments and we'll see what we can do to just address them. Even if we don't touch them in a live stream, we can probably try and reply to those comments. Uh, so if you have a question, feel free to write to us on a message or leave it in the comments. And may the Lord cause your hunger to know more, your hunger, your thirst for truth, to continue to grow and catch fire. That is, that is our heartbeat for each and every one of you. And to begin with, here is the first question. And this is a question that came to us on Instagram. And this dear sister is asking us a very genuine doubt. Her question is, see, the world has been conditioned into believing that uh, this latest technologies that are coming up, that is made for our benefit and it is for our blessing and eventually these are the technologies that is conditioning us to eventually receive the mark of the beast so what is the guarantee that a rooted believer a child of god who believes and pursues and lives for jesus that a rooted child of god will not get swept away by the deception of the antichrist by the mark of the beast so i think that uh, it is for sure going to be a very very tricky thing because the bible says that even the elect even children of god are going to be deceived in that season it's not just unbelievers who will be deceived even believers who believe in jesus who follow jesus who have uh, healed the sick preached the gospel have done a lot of things right even they are going to be deceived in that particular season so it's very much possible that children of god can be deceived the question really is what do we do to protect ourselves from that deception what do we do how do we prepare ourselves in such a way that when that deception does come that we don't give in see the thing is this, we, we think that we will, when the mark of the beast eventually comes, we will resist it and we will not take it. But what we don't know is that there are so many people that are showing up as false messiahs, as false solutions, and they are giving us solutions to the problems that the world is facing right now. And are you fully trusting and worshipping and yielding 
to the solutions that's coming your way in this season you know let's just take the example of vaccinations how many people they think that this is the end that this is this is it that if i just take this vaccination all the problems of the world will be solved and truth be told the recovery rate of uh, covid-19 is so much greater than most of the plagues that has uh, plagued the world in the past and yet here is uh, the whole world that is trying to force this vaccination upon the people what could be the agenda behind it now i'm not saying take the vaccination nor am i saying don't take it you can do your own research and you can uh, apply it to your own context and you can decide what you need to do and yet let me ask you this question if we are not even able to resist and fight for what we believe when it comes to a vaccine that we are expected to take uh, in a time and a season like this how do you think we are going to resist the enemy when he is going to introduce the mark of the beast you know compromises don't always begin big it begins small you know you you would see this in the story of esther when you read the story of esther you you think wow this is this is sad the fact that esther is getting married to a unbelieving king and that was a brutal sin in the old testament by the way uh, that's a sin that the whole nation of israel was repenting in the in the last chapter of the book of uh, ezra and you you'd see them crying out before god saying we are sorry for getting married to unbelievers and the next book is the book of esther where esther is getting married to an unbeliever now what is it that brought her to that place of compromise what is it that brought her to that place where she would have to do something that god didn't want her to now the thing is that these guys were not supposed to be in babylon in the first place they made a tiny compromise when king cyrus allowed all the jews to go back to jerusalem all the jews to go back to juda and and rebuild their cities and rebuild their nations and rebuild their temples there were so many other jews who found babylon still convenient who continued to stay on in babylon and they said wait we we can't do normal life without the uh, blessing of the city that we are living in right now so let's continue to do this let's continue to do it for the sake of our children let's continue to do it for the sake of our families and our properties and our livestock and eventually that one tiny compromise that they made now they are selling their daughters to the king now they are uh, going further away from god by making more compromises and so that's how the enemy deceives many of us we think that one fine day the enemy is going to just jump up on the whole world and force the whole world to take the mark of the beast it's not going to be like that it's going to be a slow progress and that is where it requires a child of god who has understanding and wisdom who know their god because the bible says they that know their god they will resist the enemy they will resist the works of the enemy they will fight against the work of the enemy and they will do great and mighty exploits so my question to you is this are we intentional in knowing god are we intentional in knowing his ways how sure are you that there are no voices of deception around you sometimes these voices of deception can be even christians you know uh, the bible talks about how even the elect will be deceived in the last days so is it possible that rooted believers can be deceived yes it's very possible that even rooted children of god we can be deceived as well if adam and eve can be deceived in the garden of eden in the presence of god in in a perfect world where god gave them a daily fellowship where god spoke to them on a daily basis every evening if they can be deceived in the most beautiful uh, garden in the whole world 
how much more is it possible that you and I can be deceived if we don't apply the right precautions in our day and time it is very necessary that we guard who we listen to it's very necessary that we guard our ears we guard our eyes you know it could be as simple as a post that you would read on facebook or on twitter or on instagram and somebody is just thrashing everything that you believe and you have been holding on to and everything that god has been speaking to you in the season somebody is thrashing it how do you respond do you just choose to ignore it or do you choose to violently just fight against it and when i say fight against it i don't i don't mean to ask you to pick up a physical fight with the person but to just you know just block that voice off you know just block that person block that uh, you know kind of content that cannot come into your world that cannot come into your television that cannot come into your home you have to become intentional about guarding who you listen to what voices come into your home because adam and eve they made a mistake of allowing this serpent to continue to have conversations with them and that conversation is what costed them that beautiful experience that fellowship that they had with god in the garden of eden so if if you want to protect yourself from deception in the last times in the last days in the end times the best and the most important thing you need to do is to guard your uh, hearing you to guard your intake whatever you listen to and whatever you expose yourself to in fact the bible says in john chapter 16 this is jesus saying he's saying for many of you will be expelled from the synagogues and the time is coming when those who kill you will think that they are doing a holy service for god this is because they have never known the father or me yes i'm telling you these things now so that when they happen you will remember my warning you know jesus is talking about a time when believers are going to talk against uh people of god believers that are going to write against people of god believers that are going to infiltrate the church in and and try to uh, demoralize them and jesus said hey they are even going to think that they are doing a service unto god they will do all these things believing genuinely believing that they are serving god but in fact they are not this is just a sign of the end time and if you find people like that around you immediately detune from them immediately disconnect from them don't allow the serpent in your garden that is the key that our father has taught us to to make sure that our garden remains secure that our hearts remain secure that our relationships with god our relationships with each other remains secure it just needs one powerless satan one powerless serpent one powerless voice that you tolerate in your backyard to derail your destiny you don't need like the uh, the spiritual attacks from the uh, pit of hell to uh, you know take you off all all that it needs is one voice that you tolerate one voice that you allow in your garden that voice has the power to derail your destiny to deceive you so so will you take extra precautions in this season and yes it's necessary that we be rooted yes it is necessary that we yield ourselves and align ourselves to god yes it is necessary that we be vigilant against the things that the enemy is doing to condition our minds and our hearts and our decisions but above it all will you also be persistent to make sure that you do not yield to any voice that is not sent by the lord you know if you are confused whether you need to listen to a particular voice why don't you write to your spiritual father why don't you write uh, to the church office or reach out to one of the leaders that you are submitting to and ask them 
hey is this a voice that you would recommend is this a person that you would agree with this is what so and so person is saying make sure to verify the content that is coming on your screens that's coming into your homes and only then should you allow them deception is a big big form of uh, bringing us down you remember i taught you about this red dragon that will bring down the one third of the stars of the enemy by the power of his tail not by the his might but by the power of his tail that tail is a tail that is full of lies according to isaiah chapter 11 it the tail it represents lies that the enemy speaks so you and i we have to be vigilant against lies we have to be vigilant against deception in small things and that is how our discernment and our ability to grow in god will be built up to the extent that finally when the mark of the beast also comes to the stage we know this is not from god we already understand that this is something we need to resist this is something we need to fight this is something we cannot allow in our home in our city in our church and uh, and may the lord cause your discernment to grow sharper and sharper in this season you know one of the things that you could do is specifically go back and listen to a lot of the teachings from the last year where our father has been intentional in teaching us about uh, the spiritual warfare series and and the soul series and and the blueprint series and especially all the wednesday night teachings if you can go back and listen to them your your soul is going to be aligned to your spirit and that is the perfect place for you to know hey am i being deceived or if i am being carried away emotionally or if i am being carried away uh, physically or in uh, other realms that i have given open doors or access to the best way is go back and listen and get yourself equipped so that when the enemy comes knocking you're already strong and prepared and ready to take him on i hope that answered your question in whatever little way i could have let's go to the next question now this one is a practical question and this is a question i myself have had and uh, i'm sure that many of you will have in this season and i hope that we can understand what scripture says about this particular topic and this person asks us hey if this are the end times and if these are the last days and everything seems to be accelerating so fast and my business is to invest into properties my business is to invest into real estate should i stop doing all of that should i just withdraw my investments from everywhere seeing how the stock market is crashing seeing how real estate is going for a toss should i just stop investing should i uh, go into this mode of saving up everything now that is a normal uh, question many of us may want to think like that because you know we are we are thinking that okay if god is accelerating the seasons and the times in these days and we are in the last days and jesus is about to come back then what's the point of me doing what i'm doing should i quit my work should i quit my ministry or should i just you know stop doing all these things that i've been planning for all these times uh, should i just uh, stop investing into my house into my family should i stop working what is it that god wants me to do in this season is is this my, is this my ideal response to what god wants me to do now to begin with it is necessary for us to acknowledge that yes there are going to be unstable times in the economy around the world in fact the bible talks about it in the book of revelation how even basic necessities like food are going to cost ginormous amounts of uh, money in the last days and that's that's just expected it is going to be part and parcel of the process of uh, how the world government is going to function 
how things will need to be put into place they will crash the economy and do everything possible to make sure that we are extremely dependent on them uh, for our sustenance and our help and so 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 my question is should we just give up on everything should we stop investing should we should we just stop working should we just stop going about with what we are called to be doing in the different areas of our life absolutely not you know this is not a new problem that is plaguing our world in a time like this this was a problem that even apostle paul faced with the church at thessalonica you know he wrote a letter to the church and he explained to them how jesus is coming back and when he comes back he will take all of you and immediately the church at thessalonica went into a a very lazy mode so to speak in in apostle paul's language and he uh, had to write a second letter to them explaining to them how there is going to be signs before jesus does come back and what they need to do in the meanwhile what these guys did is they just sold all of their properties they just gave up everything that they were doing and they were just you know uh, just enjoying community living and that brought up so many problems everybody were meddling in each other's businesses and 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 all of these guys weren't working and so there was a lot of issues that were created because of that kind of a lifestyle and then paul writes to them and he says hey that day will not come until the until these signs fulfill he's talking about those signs in second thessalonians chapter 2 and then when he reaches chapter 3 he addresses this issues and says in verses and now dear brothers and sisters we give you this command in the name of our lord jesus christ he's not saying this is a good advice or suggestion he says this is a command stay away from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition that they received from me you should understand apostle paul lived like jesus is going to come any moment any time and yet he did not live an idle life he did not withdraw from everything that needed to be done he said look for believers support believers honor believers and stand with believers that have taken up my tradition that have followed my tradition and what is the tradition that i have set for you guys to see and watch and learn and imitate he says in verse 7 for you know that you ought to imitate us we were not idle when we were with you we never accepted food from anyone without paying for it we worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden to any of you we certainly had the right to ask you to feed us but we wanted to give you the example to follow even when we were with you we gave you this command those that are unwilling to work will not get to eat yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives refusing to work and meddling in other people's businesses we command such people and urge them in the name of the lord jesus christ to settle down and work to earn their own living as for the rest of you dear brothers and sisters never get tired of doing good this is this is apostle paul's warning to idle people now these guys who were actually living idle lives they were not doing because uh, they uh, didn't enjoy work they just thought jesus is returning right come on jesus is going to show up any time what's the point of working anyway what's the point of doing business anyway and here is paul telling them hey don't get tired of doing good work you continue doing your good work you continue to invest you continue to labor hard when the master comes you should not be caught idle you should be caught working hard in the vineyard working to multiply the little talents that has been given to you you know the bible talks about these parable of the talents multiple times of how the master returns and he is going to expect an account of those talents now that talent can be resources uh, money it could be a uh, a uh, 
your time it could be your influence whatever the lord has entrusted you with are you intentionally working hard to multiply them now it may be challenging it may become difficult it may become hard for us to multiply the talents that god has given us in these end times in this midnight hour what do we do how do we handle this uh, season if you read the book of ecclesiastes chapter 11 you would see the key to it there it says uh, the lord is speaking through this uh, um, great wise man called uh, solomon and he says you need to send your grain across the seas and in time prophets will flow back to you in time in the right time the prophets will come back to you it will not fail for sure in the right time you will reap the benefit he says in verse 2 and yet divide your investments among many places the root word says among seven or eight different places for you do not know what risks might lie ahead so solomon he says that it is a matter of just time when there will be recession when there will be this government systems that's going to crash and economies are going to be all over the place and that's why don't put all your investments in one place he says spread divide your investments among many places seven or eight different places for you do not know the risks that would lie ahead so we have to be wise believers and we cannot just say okay i have been doing this 9 to 5 job and i'm just going to be intentional at doing that what if you lose that job because of uh, the policies that your employer may uh, put in place in uh, tune with the one world government in tune with the latest developments of uh, all the uh, vaccinations or things that are going to be implemented and made mandatory for you to work there what are you going to do then so it's necessary that you have different streams of income not just from one place but different areas so use your talents and and const- constantly and consciously work hard to invest into different places and when it's time the profits will begin to flow back to you the answers will come back to you the solutions will come back to you the results will keep flowing back to you verse 3 of ecclesiastes chapter 11 it says when clouds are heavy the rains come down whether a tree falls north or south it stays where it falls farmers who wait for perfect weather they are never going to plant if they watch every cloud they are never going to harvest so he's explaining how it's necessary for you to get ahead of the game you cannot wait to see how the stock market is changing and then only invest it is necessary that you get ahead of the game and you divide your investments and you begin to take the risks and you would intentionally sow seeds where it doesn't look like it's going to rain but you know that the favor of god is upon your life and you cannot fail and it says the farmers who wait for the perfect weather they are not going to plant and hence they are not going to see the harvest verse 5 it says just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in the mother's womb so you cannot understand the activity of god who does all things so in this season don't try to understand every tiny detail of which investment will work and which will not you need discernment you need uh, the revelation that god is giving you you need the direction that the lord is leading you in definitely you need the help of the lord and yet you cannot try and understand the activity of god the work of god in its fullest extent it's foolishness if we think that we can 
we can understand everything about everything that god is doing because god is that big and that infinite his works are are too much for us to understand verses and it says so plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or the other or maybe even both so the wise writer of ecclesiastes is telling us hey you you may not be able to understand everything that god is doing but can you become intentional at planting in the morning seasons and in the evening and in the afternoon and in different seasons of life continue to plant because you don't know which planting which seeds will in fact bear fruit so you know we we living in this midnight hour and god is telling us not to be lazy god is telling us not to slow down now god is telling us not to take it easy to not uh, get disheartened because of our previous losses not to just stop doing all types of work just because we uh, know that the lord's coming is at hand instead we need to accelerate with all the more diligence we need to do more work more business more uh, income more investments than ever before in our life and we will see the dividends we will see the answers we will see the provisions we will see the blessing because we have the favor of god upon our life do you remember i talked about this i said hey the greatest revival in the whole world is going to happen right before jesus comes and that revival is going to take a lot of money that revival is going to take a lot of kingdom resources and it, and if the church is going to sit lazy and calm and and saying that okay uh, i don't think there is any future for this then how are we going to fund that revival it is necessary that we become more aggressive than ever before in our attitude towards work work in the church and work outside the church paul says do it all for the glory of god you're not doing it for a man but do it as you would do it to the lord jesus himself so may there be great diligence in your desire to work for the lord to work for your companies to work for for the birth and the sustenance of your businesses the seven or eight streams of income that you're planning to invest into may the lord give you divine favor let's go to the next and the last question for the day now this one is a very important question this came in one of the comments on or one of the previous videos that we have done on the teaching of the end times the question is will there be no rapture and i can understand the premise to this question it's because we haven't really touched on the timing of the rapture and there is a lot of conversations and debates and theories about when the rapture will happen and if the rapture will truly happen and how will be the nature of this particular rapture what i want to do is read this particular scripture from the bible and tell you for sure that rapture is going to happen there is no two ways about it no doubt about it that rapture whether you like it or not or not understand it or not it is going to happen the word rapture may not be there in the scripture but the outworking the manifestation of this rapture is explained clearly in 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 15 and you would see the seriousness with which paul addresses it he says we tell you this directly from the lord we who are still alive when the lord returns will not meet him ahead of those who have died for the lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet call of god first the believers who have died will rise from their graves then together with them we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the lord in the air 
then we will be with him forever so encourage each other with these words so this is the proof of rapture paul says i am not telling this to you because i did a study on the prophetic books of the bible and compared them with the teachings of jesus and that's not why i'm telling you this i'm telling you this because i have a direct command from the lord i had a direct revelation when the lord took me up into the third heavens or when i was spending time with god he gave me this crystal clear word about the second coming and it is that there is going to be a second coming there is going to be a rapture and the lord will come first from heaven with a commanding shout so the voice of god the voice of jesus is going to resound through a commanding shout and there is going to be the voice of the archangel that will follow the voice of jesus and there is going to be the trumpet call of god so three things the voice of jesus the shout of jesus that there is going to be a time in history when jesus is going to shout over the nations of the earth when he returns he is not returning silently he is not returning with a whisper he is returning with a mighty shout how do you think that the nations are going to miss this so there is a lot of conversations about how this is going to be a secret coming and uh, most of the world will miss it and only christians will see it and and yet there is no proof in scripture for that you know all these things about how jesus will come secretly and the whole world will be unable to uh, hear him or see him that's not true when jesus comes every eye will see him every ear will hear his voice there's no way that anybody can miss it because it says he's going to come with a mighty shout and with the voice of the archangel so i don't know what these uh, voice is going to be like but i think that it's going to be a song and i think it's going to be glorious melodious it is going to be the demonstration of the glory of the king of kings who is coming and it says there is going to be a trumpet call of god you know in the old testament there used to be this feast of trumpets that they would blow to announce the next season to announce the change of direction to announce that you need to either settle down or you need to move on you need to go further and uh, there would be this entire group of people that were ordained to blow trumpets on specific days specific times specific seasons and the bible says there is going to be a trumpet call of god announcing the next dimension the next dispensation of god's presence upon this earth and it says with that the believers who have died they will first rise up from their graves then together with them we who are alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the clouds to meet the lord in the air so this is talking about resurrection and rapture happening together and in fact it says that resurrection will happen first and then rapture will happen so uh, we have to rewind and understand where else does the bible talk about resurrection last time we read this scripture from romans chapter 11 where we understood that the nation of israel repenting will trigger a resurrection the whole nation of israel coming back to jesus will trigger the resurrection from the dead right so that's one then in the book of revelation we would see the first resurrection and then there is a saying in the book of revelation that says blessed are the ones that are part of the first resurrection because that resurrection is not for everybody that is only for those who have died in christ jesus who have died for jesus who have lived their lives in devotion to jesus and then they died 
that is the mark of the first resurrection and so so this is going to be somewhere around the time when the israel the nation of israel is going to repent and turn back to god and it is going to happen at a time that is separate from the second resurrection okay now after this resurrection from the dead the bible says that the 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 ones that are still alive the people like you and me who are still believing in jesus and we still are living on the earth at that time we will be taken up we will meet the lord in the air this is even before jesus lands on this earth even before he keeps his feet upon the mount of olives we will catch up with him we will be caught up to him that is where we will be transformed we will have a new body we will have a new uh, uh, and a glorified and a transformed personality every aspect of our lives will be renewed in fact john says in his epistles he says when we see him we will be like him in other words our bodies our characters our heartbeat everything will begin to represent jesus that is what's going to happen to us at the rapture and then the bible says we will be with him we will catch up with the lord in the clouds to meet the lord in the air then we will be with the lord for ever this is when jesus is coming back and we meet up with the lord in the air and then we will be with him forever now there's a lot of question about the timing of this particular event will this happen before the seven year period will this happen in between the seven year period or will this happen at the end of the seven year period now i i think that see there's nothing that is impossible with god because when you when you are meeting the lord in the air you're in fact stepping outside of time you're stepping outside the dimension of time see when when we say that uh, we meet the lord in the air we think that uh, that's talking about the physical clouds you know that we see and yet I, it is a different dimension where our bodies are going to be caught up to and we are going to be transformed in that dimension and together with jesus we will come back to this physical dimension so time is going to be a extremely confusing reality for us to try and explain um, from that context and yet for the people that are here on the earth here are a few things that the bible says about it it says that every eye will see jesus returning back every ear will hear him that every person whether rich or poor big or small every knee will bend to him and this jesus when he comes back he will kill this antichrist with a breath that comes from his mouth and those are signs and consequences of this jesus returning and based on that we need to come to our conclusion about the timing of this particular event now whether or not you believe it it is for sure that this jesus is going to come and it is for sure that you and i we are going to be caught up with the lord in the air now the question is if we are going to be caught up with him why do we need to study all these books and these studies about the end times if we are not going to be here on the earth why are we spending so much time studying this and it is because it's very self explanatory what paul said especially in second thessalonians chapter 2 he says hey let me tell you something about the coming of the lord and our being gathered together with him that day will not happen unless the man of lawlessness is first revealed so irrespective of the timing or the day that jesus returns it is not going to happen before the church encounters the antichrist the church has to fight the antichrist in one form or the other 
and that day is not going to happen till the antichrist is revealed the man of lawlessness he takes his rightful place on the earth the man of lawlessness he claims the throne that only is supposed to uh, be a place where god is enthroned where god is worshiped he 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 comes and takes it and in, in the book of revelation it says that it is given to him for a particular season so unless the church witnesses that man of lawlessness that is something which is exclusively mentioned that we will see the man of lawlessness and that is why we are preparing ourselves that is why we are studying scriptures that is why we are spending so much time and effort and energy in trying to understand how we must behave what we must say what we need to resist how we need to flee what we need to grow in how we need to invest what are the things that we need to protect our hearts and our minds in what are the deceptive ways that the enemy works and how we need to guard ourselves against it that is why we are studying this whole uh, topic about end times because you like it or not the man of lawlessness is already at work the spirit is already at work and it's just a matter of time before it will manifest completely now it's up to us to know and 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 just inspect our hearts our own lives to see how prepared we are and how ready we are to confront this one world government to confront this uh, this uh, man of lawlessness to confront this this prophet that is going to be with him this dragon that is going to be with him and uh, and and to confront the people that are going to be even deceived by him sometimes even believers our own brothers and sisters that are going to be deceived by him how are we going to take each and every one of these situation and 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 let the lord use those situations to bring glory and honor to him for some of us it may look like a very tough time it may look like a very dangerous time it may look like a very challenging time but irrespective of what is going to happen when it is going to happen let me tell you this truth we are not looking forward to the coming of the antichrist we are looking forward to the coming of jesus we are not looking forward to tribulation period we are looking forward to a glorious reign and rule with our lord jesus christ here on this earth and forever in eternity with our father that is what we are looking forward to and with that assurance we study these scriptures with that assurance we are taking time out to know what god is been speaking and teaching us in this season i hope that these three questions that we uh, were able to touch it spoke to you in one way or the other and if you have more questions feel free to keep it coming and we'd love to answer as many of them as possible at least in the comments if we can i am so privileged uh, to be with you each week studying the word of god with you feasting at the table that god has prepared for us i truly believe that the church is about to enter into its most glorious time in fact it is already here the greater the darkness the more glorious will be the brightness of the light that we carry so we do not have to be discouraged we do not have to be living in fear in fact this is a time for us to rise up like never before this is a time for us to become intentional at pursuing the heart of god become intentional at understanding his ways become intentional at living for jesus at being willing to even die for the name of jesus one of the best things you can do in this season is to make sure that one more person gets to hear the gospel from your lips your lips your tongue it is anointed to carry the good news of jesus christ will you use the opportunities that god gives you will you use the resources that you are blessed with will you use the relationships that the lord has blessed you with 
the influence that God has given you in your workplaces and your friend circles, will you use those uh, talents to bring honor, glory and praise to Jesus? Will you make sure to let one more person know that Jesus loves them and that he died to save them from their sin? Will you make an intentional effort to drag one more person out of eternal hell and push them by the grace of God, by the help of the Holy Spirit into eternal life? May the Lord help you and strengthen you and equip you in this season to become intentional with each and everything that you do, knowing that the last days are upon us, knowing that the end time is here, knowing that the dawn is about to come. Let us prepare like never before. Let us be ready like never before. Let us be alert in prayer and in constant watching like never before. Let us study the scriptures like never before. And may we be rooted in this season. May we grow deeper, stronger and greater every passing day. We cannot grow once a week. No, no, no. That is too slow. We have to grow every passing day. Every time you meditate on what God is speaking in this season, every time you go back into uh, the heart of God, every time you desire to spend a little more time with Him than you did yesterday, you are in fact going deeper, you are going stronger, and you are going greater. So, Let's pray together, friends. Lord, we invite your presence on this stream tonight. You've been so, so faithful in this last season. You have spoken to us, Lord, and you have not failed us. You've taught us your heart. You've taught us your word. And we commit ourselves to you with everything within us. We commit ourselves. We yield ourselves to you, Lord. We pray especially for each and every one of us to have the boldness, the courage to be a carrier of your gospel, to be a carrier of your presence, to be a carrier of your touch, of your transforming power to individuals, to families, to homes, to churches, to cities and to nations. Revival of nations is our mandate, is our calling, is our heart cry, is our prayer, Lord, is our desire, God, is our destiny, Lord. So we pray for that. We pray that you would raise up laborers, that you would raise up harvesters through these live streams, Lord, that you would raise up people who have a passion to reach the lost, that you would raise up people that will have a passion to uh, bring so many people to Jesus in these last and final days. We trust you, Lord, through all the calamities, all the challenges that's come upon this earth. We trust you. We choose to keep our focus on you because we know that as long as we look to your face, we will not be disappointed. We will not be put to shame and we will not fail, Lord. We will not be let down. Lord, help us to to, to just forget everything else and live for you alone, for you alone in this season. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You are all that matters. We love you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, my dear friends, for joining on this stream. Do take a moment to share this with one of your friends or even... Uh, subscribe and like this video so that others can discover it as well and consecrate yourself for this coming week this is going to be a new beginning the lord is about to do something special for us so so prepare yourself body soul and spirit so that god can deposit what he wants to deposit what he wants to release into us that our hearts will be ready to receive that. Thank you so much. God bless you. And we will see you again on Sunday.